When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, guess who's back? It is the the prodigal father has returned to the podcast. It's been a second since Jimmy Mack's been on the show, but he is here today. Listen, we all had our different opinions of how the Super Bowl went, but nobody has a perspective quite like Jimmy Mack on really anything. And he's back on our show today. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, what's up? Hey, happy to have you here. Seriously, thank you for making time. I do, I don't, I do, I do realize there's a lot of things you can listen to. I don't take it for granted that you could have listened to any other podcast right now. You know, you could press play on so many different things in your phone, but you chose to be here. So thank you for doing that. Really appreciate it. We're a podcast based on three principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom. My co-host Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I'd like to put some closure to this uh, this Golden Patriots extreme uh, that, that we were discussing a couple of oh, days ago. Yes, tell me more on our show. Uh, in case you weren't here, it's actually it was during the full more Mama's Boy episode, but it was a preview clip of maybe two weeks ago. And my we found out that my mom's credit card got canceled again. First time though, I think was this the first time in twenty twenty four or um, second. It may have been the second actually. Second. Yeah, so uh, yeah, you know, because I'd only had that credit card like three weeks. <laughs> so we're what? Uh, New Year and same same old shit. Um, <laughs> and so we uh, we were trying to figure out what in the world there's this charge uh, by by Golden Patriot Sextream, <laughs> and we you know we called over there and I couldn't really get anywhere with this company. I felt I was actually nervous to give them any more information because this whole thing was just kind of just kind of weird. Well, how much was it was the charge for? Do you remember? It was a, one like. $193. Okay. Well, so we, I had kind of just let the story die because I didn't really want to get too much more involved in it and scared I was going to get more of my identity stolen that was probably already stolen. And then Donald, who was one of our, our faves, uh, certified oh, fans, Donald, he brought up a great point that I think, mom, that what we have here is a, a, a misspacing in this whole issue. Uh, and he pointed out maybe instead of it being Golden Patriot Sextreme, it's actually Golden Patriots Extreme. And when you Google Golden Patriot ex- <laughs> Patriots Extreme, uh, you actually get like a motorized scooter company, which would make a lot more sense than Golden Patriot Sextreme when it came to older people this and the true. kind of things that they are buying. Um, but I wanted to go back and just address this really quick because when you when you got that uh, that charge, did was there spacing in there or did it just come as one long word? Or did no, you... it was just no, it was just one word. So you were the one that added the spacing in there. Well, there was no spacing. Well, that's what I'm saying. So you you chose where to split the words. Oh, up. yes. So instead of the S going to the end of Patriots, yes. you decided to add it to the beginning of yes. S- <laughs> so. <laughs> yes, because I knew that wasn't my charge, and I and I was already smelling a rat. 
Yeah. So, so it seemed to me that it would be something related to sex streams, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't. stealing my credit card number. You're telling me this is some kind of like. It's like a motor. Like, yeah, look it up. You can look up your phone right now. Look up Golden Patriots Extreme. And if you do oh. that, you'll get like a, a scooter company. Like it's like a it's called Golden Technology and they have a Patriot Extreme, which is like one of their scooters. So I mean. <laughs> I can't confirm yeah. that this indeed is a scooter store that somehow got a hold of your information. But what I can <laughs> confirm is that since there was no spacing, we had to choose to the S go at the beginning of the word or the end of the word. And for some oh. reason, you thought it was a good idea for it to go at the the beginning of the third word, which then made it a whole different product than it could have possibly been in the first place. I'm willing to at mm. least say that Golden Patriots Patriot sex stream very well could have been golden Patriots extreme, which would have totally changed. Even if it's not the scooter company, it's probably a different product than a sex toy. So, um, (laughs) which makes me feel a lot better. I would like to rest the rest our case on there. It's possible that nobody in the Yancey family was indeed ordering sex toys. Uh, and this would at least, are we ordering, ordering, mobility scooters <laughs> well i mean i would say Not between yet. the two between Not the yet. two i mean jimmy mac orders bicycles electric yeah. bikes i don't yeah. think he wants a mobility scooter <laughs> i just i just want to put it at rest that uh, well i was even looking at me these scooters are damn pricey by the way yeah, like this one right here that. literally is twenty thousand dollars that's so crazy. the four this is called the golden patriot four-wheel mobile scooter uh, it's literally twenty thousand dollars. Is that so how much these damn things nobody cost? Nobody got much of anything for hundred. Yeah, for hundred and seventy. You're probably getting the basket on the front or something. <laughs> Maybe. Um, wow. But anyway, that kind of that pro- provides some clarity. Um, Thank you. With that, appreciate that. I, my mom no, is noticing a difference between. I don't. I, I want to see if this is like a universal thing. If this is just in the Yancey family, you're noticing a difference between the way that men and women act when it comes to babies. Oh, definitely. You know, I mean, we're women are just such different nurturers than men. But it's so funny because, of course, we've been here just this is our second day this visit. And Jimmy Mack is here and, um, you know, he's feeding the baby some. And, you know, John's always participating. John's a super dad. A shout out to super dad John, who really carries his weight. Um, but it's so funny and watching how we just handle them. Like Maggie and I are so delicate with them, you know, we, we're feeding them, we're propping them up close to our chest and we're holding them tight. And the guys are like, you know, putting them on their lap or putting them on the side of their arm, you know, and, and Jim today was, was so funny with, Charlie, he was bouncing him up and down, like, you know, to birth him, like, like he was a little toy. I said, you're treating him like he's five or six years old, like he's playing. <laughs> it's just funny to me to just, to just note the difference. And, so why do you how, think that is? Why do you think there is like a, a, a different, do you I think just, it's like just the nurturing nature? I do, of? I do. I think it's just that women are natural nurturers and we tend to want to cuddle. And guys just want to like play. And guys just, yeah. And, and they like, want to be is, efficient. This is basically the size you know? of football. So why not just treat it like one? Yeah. You know, they want to be efficient too. Like I've noticed that, like, 
you know, John can diaper a baby in half the time I can because he's very efficient. Um, but, you know, it's just, yeah, it's just a difference in guys and, and you know, men and women. It's just funny. My, it's just um, funny to watch. My mom was, was walking me through the schedule of like the daily <gasps> basis of the, of the triplets. Um, and it sounds very overwhelming. <laughs> it's eight, 11, two, and five. That they have to be fed, mm-hmm. and you you know so it's every, every three hours, right? Eight until yeah, every, every three every hours, hours around okay. the clock, and you know you diaper them before you know before you feed them. So that takes you know five minutes. It takes me five minutes. It takes John one minute. Yeah. Um, and then you feed them, and that could take like Charlie took an hour and a half to take his bottle. That's unusual. Hour and a half. Yeah. He he was just. He was just tired and he was kind of falling asleep. So, you know, you diaper them and then you feed them. And that takes generally about 30 to 45 minutes. And then, you know, you get them back to sleep. Basically, it's an hour by the time you get them back to sleep. Okay. Um, because neither Maggie or I can stand to hear them cry. I know, <laughs> don't don't call in and say you have to let them cry. We know that. I knew it when I was raising my own kids. I could never stand it. I cannot look how we stand turned out. to hear them. And look how perfect you all are. No, I'm over here still, an umbilical cord podcast over here. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, have a podcast honestly, cord. you know, little babies are just meant to be spoiled. So we... We cuddled them way too much, and it probably is going to come back to bite her. Yeah. I should say Maggie, but we'll get better about it. Wait, we, so what's, we will what's start the, to let them cry a little bit. Bad, but. What's the official, what, what, what do they recommend you do? Let's let them sit there and cry? Yeah, uh-huh. for a certain number of minutes. And then what? All oh, this well, is so complicated. supposedly they, they learn to calm themselves. Oh. But you have to listen to them squall for like 10 or 15 minutes. Oh no, it drives me nuts. Oh no, can't take it. So, anyway. so then that's so that's an hour, and then so then that's an hour, what? and then you have two hours before it's time to do it again. But you don't really have two hours because you start a few minutes before, right? Um, so you have, let's say, you have two hours and forty-five minutes. So okay. in that amount of time, you know, you do laundry, you do whatever you need to do around the house. You think about preparing dinner ahead of time because. You know, it's five o'clock. It's time to feed them. They're being fed right now, even as we speak. Yeah. Um, you know, and and whatever else you have to do, I mean, you have to do it in that little two-hour window, and it's exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting. It really is. It's it's a long day. It's a yeah. long. So then, day. wait, how long do you have in between? Then, I mean, how much like downtime do you actually physically get? You think? An hour and forty five minutes, maybe, <laughs> and then it's back to back to reality. Yep, and, and everybody's st- gonna, and they'll start whimpering. Everybody's got to eat all over yep. again, you know. Yeah, exactly. Listen, I, I always say I don't get recognized a lot, but whenever I do get recognized, it's at the absolute worst possible times ever. <laughs> oh, like no. it's never, it's never like the flattering times, right? It's never when I'm like dressed up. It's never when I've like got my shit together. It's always like the absolute. <laughs> 
Me too. Worst case scenario. Me too. Every time I go to the grocery store, I don't have makeup on. I see someone I do not want to see. So here I am, right? And I, y'all, y'all know that there, this new, uh, this newfound hobby that I have is, is building Lego sets, right? And if you, if you know anything about me too, that you also know that I don't like to spend a lot of money. So together, those, uh, that's a, that's not, not a good combination. To like Legos and not spend a lot of money is if you have kids or even adults. Which, by the way, let me let me defend Legos for one second here. Um, as you know, it's kind of been my my concussion hobby over here um i uh dan actually sent me an article this week that says that actually i'll read it to you so i don't get my facts wrong here um and now dan's not dan was into legos as a kid but he's not like a lego adult guy i feel like i'm turning into like a disney adult but lego version um uh, he said he said um return on investment in lego the average return on lego sets are about 10 to 11 percent annually and it's even really? higher if a new set was purchased on the primary market with a discount, uh, which is more than stocks, bonds, hmm. gold, and many collectible items such as stamps and yi- uh, uh, stamps and wines. So, like, wow. y'all, okay, th- maybe I just say I'm investing for my future. Here's what I'm doing here. All right, because <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest, this guy got rich on Legos. Yo, I mean, yo, ten percent return. I mean, that's I don't think anybody good. can look at that annually and say like that's mm-hmm. a that's a bad investment. No. Anyway, no. back to the point. I don't like to spend a lot of money on this stuff, right? So <laughs> I am now in this new habit of I want to um, I want to work on the the bigger sets that Lego has we have some really really big ones right so uh, for example like we you know I already did the Titanic one right mm-hmm. um, I want to eventually do the Harry Potter castle that's like a 6,000 piece one um, one of them though yeah one of them though that, that I've been having my eye on is the Lego roller coaster right and again, I, I'm like not, and this is like 4,000 piece. I think, it, I think it retails like $400 or something. Right. So, uh, there was a woman that was selling hers here locally. I just happened to go on Facebook marketplace and all of a sudden it popped up. Hey, you may be interested in this. I got it. I can, I, I have it for a hundred dollars and I'm like, Whoa, that's wow. Like, that's a good investment. Right. Like, and it's yeah. used, it's used, but Hey, it's like, if it's one of the sets I want to eventually do for a hundred bucks, yeah. why not? So I sent her a message. She said, yeah, it's available. Like, it's fine. You can come pick it up. I said, okay, great. We set up a time over the weekend for me to go pick it up. I go and I pick it up and tell me why. Tell me why y'all I swear to you I walk up to this door and this woman comes to the door and this is it's like 30 minutes and maybe 20 minutes out of the way and uh, she's like so oh, yeah, just you know pleasant push your pleasantry okay it's all in here and it was on this like duffel bag basically or not but like a, a tote bag and and there were like six different bags of um, Ziploc bags of Legos you can just kind of picture her. she hands it to me she goes you look really familiar Uh oh and I'm like yeah. And I never, I never tried because I don't, I don't know what's going to come out next. I, I, I've gotten all kinds of things when I've said that, you know, like you look for me and I never want to be, oh, well, you know me from the popular radio station. Mix with my six, you never may have heard. Do. No, I never, I literally, I never say that. I never say, I, I just, first of all, I think it's extremely obnoxious to think that someone may recognize you for something that you do. So I literally just always remain quiet. And I always typically say the, say the same thing is, oh, that's weird. Where do you think you know me from? Yeah. Uh, because I don't even try to give it, because I don't even want to go like, well, do you listen to the radio? Like, I just, I don't, I don't want to do it because I'm hoping they're just, it's just going to go away. And she's like, wait, aren't you the guy with the rate from the radio? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's, yeah, that's me. She's like, oh my God. She's like, oh my God. I listen to your show every every day. I love it. My kids love it. She's like, wait, are these for you? And then it was like this weird, (laughs) it was like this weird, like, (laughs) 
Like I'm judging you kind of, uh-huh. but also like you're buying, like you're buying my stuff. So I need, I want to like take your money. But uh, now so wait, have you not talked about your Lego thing? I mean, on the I, don't, radio? I don't, I don't talk about it a lot. I mean, okay. the only thing I talk okay. about honestly is like the, the Titanic thing. I just don't, I, it's just nowhere okay. to really go with it. It doesn't yeah. make conversation weird. So it's just like, yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's not like, a, it's not, I, I wouldn't say it's like my identity by any means. Uh, and so, yeah, literally like she like, and then we, and then she's like, what's this for you? And I was had to be like, well, yeah, it's for me. And then she like, kind of like, there was that weird like judgment stare. And she was like, anyway, it's really nice to meet you. I'm like, oh my God, so nice to meet you too. Thank you so much for listening. And she's like, okay. And I just knew there was this weird level of judgment uh-huh. of like, this this you probably had this for your kids i understand that <laughs> and i understand that typically like most people that be buying this would also be buying it for their children but also like what kid can put together a 4000 piece lego set honestly what kid can have a 4000 piece lego set big lego sets should be reserved for adults only i'm going to be yeah, honest with you exactly. they should be like we worked hard to be able to afford sets like that yeah. we should be like, like who in the world is spending 400 dollars on their kids for lego sets i don't know privileged kids apparently hmm. uh, because again I knew it wasn't for her mm-hmm. because she would have had conversation about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? She'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. well, I'm, yeah, I'm an adult. And I do this too. And like, da, da, da. Yeah. nothing, <laughs> nothing. Literally, it was just like, that's it. Like, I'm mm-hmm. judging you. And, and there we go. So again, I never, I, I'm going to tell you, like, I'll, I can count on my hand, like on two hands, like the times I've been recognized since I've been in Maryland. Mom, one was with you. Yes, remember I remember that? Like, that. They recognized my mom before they even recognized me. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's never, listen, it's never been in a flattering, <laughs> like in a flattering situation. It just never has been. And I, I don't think it ever will be. Um, and I think I've just got to be okay with that because for some reason I just have, like Jess always tells me these like awesome stories she has with interactions with listeners and it's always like really happy and sweet and their kids come up and hug her and like, it's a, and with me, it's like I'm standing on a woman's front porch, very vulnerable by the way. Yeah, I'm driving to a stranger's house. Right. Standing on the front porch. And they're like, Are you that guy on the radio? And I'm like, Yeah, that's me. Wow. <laughs> All right. Let's, I know, uh, it's the worst. Let's do our, our quote for today. Okay. It's actually from Star Wars. Truly wonderful, the mind of a child is uncluttered. You know, I've thought a lot about that as I've been with these babies. And, you know, as I said earlier, you know, we're cuddling them and we're looking at them and I think about them and I wonder what their life will be like. And I think, oh my God, they're so innocent and it's such a challenging world now. You know, what will they be confronted with? And, you know, how will their life turn out? But it's so true. They're so sweet and so innocent. And children are so vulnerable. You know, it's just, hmm, yeah, they get poisoned along the way. Life poisons you. But <laughs> right now, right now they are sweet and innocent and will be until, what? <laughs> I don't know, seven until they start to school <laughs> yeah. and they start interacting with other kids. Why and, is that, man? Why kids got to bully people, man? Here's what I always wonder. I always wonder, and I guess we have to look at this two ways. Because I feel like, let's just talk about like that that first childhood experience of like getting bullied, right? Now, I've been pretty open about being bullied and, you know, I was the overweight kid and the kid that like the, was in drama class and, you know, was called all kind of names. I I wonder, I always, I, I just maybe once a year annually have this 
this thought of like, do I think that like, I wonder if the bullies that bullied me ever think about bullying me nowadays. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder Mm -hmm. if it ever like strikes them as like, oh man, I was really, I was really mean to that one kid, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, I, I try to think to myself, I'm like, well, shit, like I, like, was I ever a bully? I mean, I'm sure at some point I was a bully to somebody else. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then like, I, I, I like wonder how that affects them 20 years later. Right. Yeah. Like, I wonder how that, how that has affected them. I mean, obviously at the time it's weird because it's two different things. Like when I'm like, Oh my God, the people that bullied me, I feel like they should be, I bet every day they're crying to themselves. So upset about what they did to me. And like, <laughs> Man, they're probably their their lives are probably terrible for how awful they were to me, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the other side of me that's like, oh wait, well, like if I if I bullied anybody, like I'm sure they're over it and then like they've moved on. It's not a big deal anymore. I should probably just like mm-hmm. I should probably just like, you know, we should all just move on and be happy, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, but I I do you think like mom, do you ever think about I mean we can look at like the, the two different angles of that, right? Like, do you ever think about people that bullied you? Back in the day, honestly, I um, I don't I don't remember it. I mean, I don't remember ever being harassed or bullied ever? by anybody. No, never. I do not. Wow. I do not recall that. Honestly. Is that is that why is that why you are the way you are? I don't know. <laughs> are you I a peaceful? Know. Are you a peaceful, loving person because <laughs> you were literally never bullied? I don't know. Perhaps. I, Perhaps, and I never, and I never broke. I, ne- I was nobody ever broke up with me either. I w- always broke up with the guys. Well, no they wonder. never broke up with me. We literally would all be like Nancy Yancey if we had this life. <laughs> She's like, I had no childhood trauma until my mom passed away, which obviously right. is very traumatic. But that was at yes. 17. Yeah. She's like, what? She's like, oh, wait, people picked on you guys? Uh-huh. Oh, people were mean to you? <laughs> oh, boys broke up no, with you? No, I mean, That's I knew terrible. it happened. And, you know, and I was always for the underdogs. Like, if there were kids in my class that I knew were being harassed, I would befriend them. And I was a popular girl. And so they'd be like, oh, great, you know? And I'd be like, you know, guys, leave these kids alone. I mean, they're sweet. Yeah. You know, just because they don't have as much money as you do or they don't dress the way you do doesn't mean that they're not just fine people. Wow, look at this. Look um, at this. No one, I think today we actually solved the issue of what in the world happened. Like, I honestly do remember this one time. This is so crazy. There was a girl in fifth grade and her name was Viola. Okay, okay. that's a curse enough, right? <laughs> I mean, geez. And she was dirt poor. Okay, so she... She didn't have clean clothes. She didn't smell good. But she was the sweetest girl. And I I befriended her, and I became friends with her. And once I did, then all the other kids started chatting with her. You know, it's just so weird how that <laughs> happens. I mean, Why was your experience like no one else's? I don't know. Did anybody else just never get it's picked crazy. on? I always thought at least at some point somebody would get picked on. Like everyone would have something <laughs> to get picked on. Was that just how it was? Like in the in the damn sixties or fifties? No, like I don't. I just think honestly, I just think I've been. A, I've had a very blessed life. I really, really do. I, I just really do think I have. Yeah. Um, this is the most unrelatable overall. segment of the podcast. We've done, we've done, we've done over eight hundred episodes of the show, and nothing's been less relatable than what we're talking about right now. I feel like. 
Or is that normal? Did anyone else just not get picked on as a kid? Or like, do you think also that maybe you just don't think about it? Because I can't believe there wouldn't be one time. Maybe. I mean, maybe it was just insignificant to me and I was able to just move on and not think about it, not yeah, internalize like, it. Like one know? time that you just like didn't, like you just didn't like get bold, like like picked on for anything. And I, I think there's, I, I mean, is there anybody else listening that like you just can't think of one time you ever got bullied or, or, or picked on that like even years later, you just don't think about any of that. Or maybe listen, maybe my experience is just the opposite, right? Like maybe mm. I just got picked on too much. Yeah. And so it became sadly, like part of like I think my identity. I think that your experience is much more common than mine. Well, let us know. Honestly, we should talk about this now. Now I'm like really intrigued. Cause I was like mm-hmm. thinking, wow, like, I'm sure we can all remember people that bullied us, but we probably don't remember people we bullied as a right. kid. Like, I can't think. And again, I'm sure I did. I'm sure I picked on somebody. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Like I'm a hundred percent sure at some point in my life I have picked on somebody uh, that I, I just don't remember the, the situations. But at, at this point I can remember like at least 10 different times, if not more that like I was bullied. Honestly, uh, the only, uh, the only person in my life I can ever remember being unkind to me was my older brother. You know, and, he, and, and what I do mean, you remember about that? Well, you know, he was, what, six years older than me. Yeah. And he was a very angry, he was a very angry guy. And, and he just had, um, you know, I was a spoiled brat. And he just had no patience or tolerance for me or my brother, my younger brother. And, you know, he would just be sharp with us and you know, talk mean to us and stuff. But we just kind of ignored it. I mean, my parents were like, oh, that's just the way he is. Don't pay any attention to him. It's fine. Actually, my older brother, I'm sure it's not fine. I wish that he had lived long enough that he and I could have had a conversation about that. Now, he was my half-brother. Yeah. And his mother was an alcoholic. And I'm sure the first few years of his life were rough. And he, no, he came to live with my parents after they were married. Um, and his sister stayed with his mother and had just a horrific life. But, you know, I'm sure he wasn't okay. Yeah. And we just, we just said, you know, oh, Roy just has a bad temper. Well, but now you think about it. He didn't just have a bad temper. Yeah. I mean, now as an adult, I know that he was mad as hell. Right. You know, and it, it grieves me now. But because of that, he and I were never very close until he was dying. Right. And then you don't have those conversations, of course, when he's sure. critically ill. Um, but yeah, that's but the that's, only person like, like, that I can inner, remember. Inner family. I mean, let us let, let's yeah. talk about that on the certified fans page. Like, do you feel like like you just didn't like nobody bullied you, or do, can you at least remember somebody? And then vice versa, can you remember being bullied? Right. And then maybe we can get into this more on a uh, more mama's boy on on Thursday. Yeah. In case you don't know, we do have a Thursday show, too. Uh, it's not just this podcast. We have something called More Mama's Boy, which is a fan-supported podcast. Uh, it's it's for any certified fan. You know, We try to provide you with a whole other episode, longer episode of Certified Mama's Boy uh, every Thursday. It's a little more laid back. It's obviously where we had the uh, Golden Patriot sex dream. <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't messy. It's just, it's just as, if not messier, than... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what we have uh, on, I think on this. it probably is a it's bit a, messier. It's, I'm going to tell you this. It's, it's more, I, I come in with a way 
uh, the the agenda is way looser, and so yes. we have a little bit more room to be uh, messy over there. So <laughs> that's for any certified fan. If you're not a certified fan of the show, we'd love for you to join. Six dollars a month, and that's really how we create this show like this this show is 90 what do we say mom like 98 percent fan at support least. at this point like, <laughs> not 99 our last check was mm-hmm. literally 56 dollars from ads <laughs> so like that's literally the much as much as it costs to just produce this literal with just this one program we use to record with one another <laughs> uh so uh yeah please please consider supporting us because that's that's now going to be our new you know source of revenue is uh, by just being fan fan supported, and it gives us a lot of flexibility to when we are just supported by you. I report to you and nobody but you. So if you would uh, like to join us, as a certified fan, text the word fans F A N S to eight 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 Kramer eight. You can also go in the show notes of this podcast and uh, join us. And and thank you so much for helping create a podcast that is just here for you when you need it. You know, hopefully we just kind of feel like friends and family and we're just kind of chatting about life and uh, hopefully making you smile or feel something. And that's what this podcast is all about. So fans, F A N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. All right, mom, what do you think? Good enough for you today? I think so. All right. Well, that's going to do it. And we'll talk to you on Thursday. Okay, honey. All Love right. You forever. Love you. Jimmy Mac. When are you coming back? Oh, Jimmy. No song today. Oh, Jimmy Mac. When are you coming back? No Jimmy, song. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy Mac. Woo. We don't get the uh, the real one today. Well, I you know I didn't even think about it. It's been so long. Here, I just let's, didn't uh, even know I, I had it, one anymore. It wouldn't. It wouldn't feel right. So that I'll play it for you. All right, uh, all right. Jimmy Mac, everybody. There it goes. Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy Mac. When are you coming back? There it goes. Jimmy. Jimmy, <laughs> where you been? I've been, I've been right here. I know we've. It's been such a weird recording schedule since the babies came. Now, obviously, my mom is typically always in Knoxville, and so even just the idea of trying to get my parents on in separate locations to record one show has seemed like a nightmare to me. So I didn't. I have not even attempted that yet. Uh, so instead. Here he is, live from our Knoxville studios bum, today. Bum, 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 bum. He is back on the podcast. All right, give us, uh, give us your. You've been with the the triplets now for uh, twenty four hours, uh, forty eight yeah. hours, uh, twenty four. Give us uh, how how is being uh, being because now that keep in mind the last time my dad saw the triplets they were in the hospital, so now they're home. This is kind of like more real life uh what's what's your review of how things have been going over there wow a lot of work i'll tell you the uh boy maggie and john have it down pretty good you know three of them only two of them of course they've got a night nurse there's a lot of feeding there's a lot of cleaning poop there's a lot (laughs) of uh feeding cleaning poop what's the other thing uh, that's about it, right? Uh, <laughs> that's about sleeping. <laughs> I guess sleeping. Yeah, it's like they eat, they sleep, they poop, they pee. That's really about all they, yeah, yeah, all they do at this it, point. And amazing, they'll let you know what they want already. And when, yeah. when, when they want to be held, you better hold them because it gets loud. Yeah, yeah. What do you? Uh, what? What could you? Uh, you know, you you have three kids, uh, but you <laughs> have them all singularly. Do you think you yeah. would have been a, a triplet dad? Oh no, there's no way. <laughs> you know, back then the guy could almost be an absent dad. You know, <laughs> the woman was expected. You know, to do most yeah. of the work. You were out there. Listen, the the woman had to, to raise the children, and the, the right. father had the only men could go work, and obviously women right. had to stay home. This was the this was the the seventies or whatever. Right, right. 
Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, different, different time. I mean, I traveled. I traveled yeah. to, to put bread on the table. And That's so right. I, had to. I had to keep traveling. So, yeah. uh, and Nancy, you know, had one at a time. But uh, I didn't really know what she was doing, you know, basically. And now I see it. Woo, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. You get it. And that's only 24 hours of it. <laughs> Maggie's, Maggie's got tired. 18 years to go. I bet I'm you tired. are. I'm tired. I, I thought you might like it, though, because my I do dad. I like it. I you, do you like, like it. You like, uh, my dad loves nothing more. I always watch him with my brother's dog, Winnie. He loves a good schedule. Like, you love feeding at a certain right. time. And I know right. these these kids are basically on, like, a three-hour schedule. Oh, I yeah. Oh, you like the discipline of it. Oh, I, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's hard, It's tiring to hold that baby and, you know, all that time. And sometimes you can't get up for it. Uh. Uh, let's see how long it is. I just had Charlie for 25 minutes, you know, and then I'm, I, I've done it now three or four times today. Yeah. And sometimes you pick them up in between when they, they're tussling around you and you think they need to be held. Yeah. So, yeah, but, but it's, but it's so gratifying as a parent, now a grandparent. Yeah. How about that? I, I mean, we had something to do with this. Nancy and I and Jay and Lisa had a lot to do with these little babies indirectly. Right. Yeah. And here you are. Here they are. And it's another generation. Another that generation of, of Jim Yancey's. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> Jimmy Mac. Jimmy Mac. There's a Jimmy Mac in I there. I know. Charlie, I know there is. You know, Charlie's my little namesake. That's right. That's right. And he's the smallest and the, ni- the nicest they said so far. Yay. That's good then. See, just just like you, the nicest just one like in the family. Me. Just like <laughs> I started that way. Oh, I started that way. <laughs> what happened? Where where we go wrong? Well, you know, life has a way. You know, you That's what we're just be, talking about. We're just talking about smallest, everything's fine. Everything's fine in life until about age five, and then yeah. everything kind of starts to get a little haywire. Yeah, well, especially when you start going to school and yeah. meeting other people, and then you exactly. have to exactly everybody stand. runs it for you. Yep, yeah. Mom, so, you know what mom said? This is what, what mom said. What? She can't think of one time in her life she was ever bullied, not once. And I'm like, damn, oh, like that's no wonder she's so damn nice. Like, you know? yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, they lived such a what would be what would it be called? What's the saying? Was it's a rural family, and and they they don't get involved with all the craziness in the yeah. big cities. But yeah, they're, uh, they're out there. They're out there in the country, but a bunch yeah. of country folk. Yeah, and the dad was real laid back, and I, yeah. I, 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 I didn't know her mother, but I'm sure she was laid back too. So they never knew risk and uh, worry. Well, yeah, there were worries, but they didn't pass it on to the children. I, I, I think the parents kept it away. You were, I, you were on, on the mean streets, the mean streets yes, of, uh, of of Atlanta, Atlanta, hot Atlanta, baby. Just hot trying Atlanta. to, just trying to stay afloat over here, you know. Yeah. Well, Southeast Atlanta at the time was real, uh, pretty pretty calm we didn't lock doors we didn't i didn't even leave, i didn't even take the car key in and of course that got me in trouble i uh, lost a uh, i lost a mustang one time because somebody stole it yeah so but, listen uh, hey, i live in baltimore you don't tell me twice okay like, yeah well i'm, I'm was, still trying to i'm still trying to get over nothing, my shit from the street nothing so. like that buddy i mean that, yeah. i mean nowadays it is rough but yeah. uh but uh, here yeah, he but, is. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I can't wait. You and uh, you and Brian need to schedule something down the road and come down here for a couple of days, four or yeah. five, and and just get in there and hold them. Just think about what this is. I mean, the, these guys have have your bloodline, man. I, I know. mean, they're your uncle to them, and uncles are important. I mean, I'm John just, still talks about his uncles. I'm just gonna wait till uh, I'm just gonna wait till they get a little bit more yeah. settled. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. I want, them, I want them to get their flow down just a little bit better. I understand because you'll be thrown up on, or you'll yeah, be I just pooped gotta, on, or I something. I never know what to do with babies. I always feel awkward because I'm like, I don't really know what to do with these things. You know, it's well, just, it takes you about thirty minutes to learn once you hold them the first I don't time, know, man. And, and the neck and the baby's neck whip lashes. Yeah, and, and you're like, oh my god, are, are they dead? 
bed? And you're like, no, okay, well, all right, we're still fine then. All Thank right. God. Uh, we got, uh, my dad always has a crazy story to share. And I, well, I want to talk about, this is actually a cool crazy, but I feel like uh, your cancer journey has been so <sighs> just crazy. I mean, there's nothing to describe it crazy, right? Like yeah, it just seems like it's an ongoing process that just keeps having new doors open left and right. And yeah. like this is, so in, in case you're new to our podcast, my dad's had prostate cancer now for 23 plus years, 23 plus years. And he's been literally, it's like they, they give him something and they say, well, this is probably going to be the last thing that you don't have a chance. This doesn't work. I don't know what to tell you. And then like literally like something else changes them. Well, the last time that we you know talked to you, you were going through chemo. You've been going through it for about a year at that point. Um, and so catch us up to where we are today because yeah. now this yeah. is even a crazier yeah. unfolding of the yeah, story. Twisting and turning. Yeah. And, yeah. and it happened pretty quick too because things were going along. Originally the chemo was, uh, I was winning and, uh, you know, the, uh, my PSA, which is the real, uh, that's the, that's the marker for prostate cancer was going yeah. down even, and it was going down significantly. And I got it down to even something like 0.55. So just ask your husband what his PSA is and he'll tell you three point something, four point something. Yeah, I Mine was, was 0.55. I, I, I think I was three something. I'm three something. Or it was yeah. Tested, and, yeah. And so it was going the right way. And then I took a sabbatical for seven weeks and, and didn't have any chemo. Of course the doctor, you know, gave me that option. And, uh, all of a sudden my numbers started going up they started slow, but then they, they started jumping 30 and 40% in three weeks. So it was obvious to me and to my doctor that the cancer was resistant to the chemo. In other words, it's capable of morphing into something else. It changes. It's, and it has the ability to change so that the, so that the, uh, chemo drug doesn't detect the cancer anymore. So anyway, so, so we had to look around for the next uh, Which therapy. How, how common is that, by the way? So obviously I don't, I don't know much Prostate about chemo. cancer? Well, just with like, I always felt like with chemo, chemo it was you're like, supposed to do it, right? you supposed have it, and then like you do chemo, and then yeah. like you're fine, and you're everyone's fine. happy, and like you move well, on. Well, first of all, with prostate cancer, you have to remember there is no solution. There is no cure for prostate, unlike something like maybe breast cancer. It's, okay, so that's that's the truth. So, so they're, yeah. they're different. They, it, it operates in different ways. Well, it depends on when you catch it, too. In my case, yeah. it got outside of the prostate had you got had you had your prostate taken out when it was all inside the capsule you would have won that's okay. the, that's the only way you could really win uh and so once it gets out in your body, then it's just, it, it goes where it wants to go all yeah. over. Yeah, and yeah. then it gets into your, now th- here's something to say too. My sister told me this a little differently. You think cancer kills it. She says it doesn't kill. She says cancer is part of your body. These, these are your cells right. that, that sort of go awry and, and they don't develop in the right way. So what happens is they take the space of a good cell. And if enough of them get into an organ, the organ doesn't function and then you die. So, okay. so, so okay. it's not like it's some vicious little thing right. running around trying to, yeah, 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 yeah. trying to kill your ass. Right. Uh, it just does it because it's incapable of being a normal cell. So, but so back to, so I can clear it up with you. Why? It, all right. So, so again, prostate cancer doesn't really have a solution once it gets outside of the prostate because it keeps multiplying and multiplying. So that's when you use chemo as a shotgun. You you no longer can use a a rifle shot. You got to use a shotgun. Well, why why did it take so long to get the chemo in the first place? 
Why do you use the Why do you use the chemo? Well, because it's so dangerous. So okay. So, so you start with surgery and try to take it out of your body, and then then after six months, it it started coming back. So they use external radiation, beam radiation, at it, and that worked for a while. It looked good. It got down to zero or, or zero point one, and and they say that's the same thing as zero in their mind. Right. But then after about a year, it came back, and then yeah. we went on. Uh, hormone therapy, all kind of different ones for about 10 years. Right. And one of them even kept it down for seven years. Right. And so we get to chemo. Chemo is the last thing because it's so dangerous on your body. You're literally killing part of your body. Right. And if anybody says there's no such thing as chemo brain, you'd call them a liar because it is. Let me tell you about it. I hope my brain will change slightly back because mm-hmm. you do forget a lot of things. You don't have the same abilities. Sure. So, so now luckily, because chemo is the last, has been the last stage of the last therapy for you. There's something new called Pluvicto. <laughs> Pluvicto. <laughs> Which, like, this, it's just such a common story of my dad though, where it's like, <laughs> well, this is the last thing we're going to have. And then literally like, <laughs> yeah, we have this brand new thing. It just came out yesterday or whatever. Yeah, like, March, you're you're March. the third person. Is that what it is or whatever? Uh, and, the- in, in, in the VA in Atlanta, the Atlanta system only has one person on it. <laughs> so you're one just, person. I'll be number so, two. So here he is. Here he goes. I mean, right, so, I mean, this so musical is, chairs is getting harder and harder. I'm telling you. So who is, so what, tell me more about this, this new, so what is this new thing? So it is a, a radioactive material that they, you in, inject into your body. That's all. Sounds pretty simple, right? Uh-huh. And they do it once a week for six weeks and so it and it's a rifle shot it has the ability the the material has ability to go after the protein of the prostate cancer and kill it okay so once it uh more they, they think it's more effective than chemo it is more effective now the question is you know where is your cancer you know how how far does it have to go you know uh, what organ is it in? in bone? I've got some in my bones now. I've got some here and there. So, so it, you know, it's not easy, but right. it, it's effective. I mean, I saw somebody report it can reduce the first time up to 50% of your, 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 uh, or, or, or reduce your PSA 50%. So oh. I'm going to talk to that one guy. I'm trying to talk to him right now, but yeah. the good news is, I thought I had to drive a long distance because there's only one place in all of Atlanta. But all of a sudden, after talking to my doctor this week, only 14 miles away, he's mm. saying his hospital started and he's got two patients already. Hey, look at that. So I'll, I'll be the third guinea pig. <laughs> it's just a crazy, it's just, it's just always, if someone that's watched this whole journey, it's just crazy to see like, Oh wait, there's this new thing now. You can try this. Oh wait, there's this new thing. You can try this. Are you? How are you feeling about it? Well, I'm. I'm well, I'm excited that there's something there. Yeah. Because I had a feeling chemo didn't look good, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, but at the same token, you know, I don't know what I'm walking into. So, but I am excited. And yeah. and somebody the other day said, "What are the side effects?" And I just sent. I was real. This is the way I said it. I said, well, it's everything plus death this time. Oh, <laughs> so, my God. Wait, is that a real side effect? You can die well, from this? Well, of course. Of course, you could die from chemo. Die from chemo, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah Man, so, I know. So, well, so when does this start? 
that's a good question. I'm I'm moving fast. It's a long process with the VA to get them approved. This a very expensive drug. I think it's forty. Just the drug alone is forty seven thousand dollars per per session, right? Well, I don't know that. Uh, it's it said per solution. I don't know if that's six times or one time. Okay, but that's just the medicine. I'm sure the hospital will throw another fifty thousand on. Sure, I've been my chemo sometimes were one hundred forty thousand dollars. So anyway, yeah, Jesus. luckily the VA is picking this up. Thank y'all for for that. <laughs> for pay- tax thank, you, thank you for paying your taxes. Appreciate yes, it. Keep, thank keep you my dad alive much. over here. Keeping yeah. me alive because yeah. I couldn't afford all this. Yeah, no, I and get it. So I, I'm happy. Uh, I saw something the doctor signs over at Atlanta Cancer Care. You know, I'm part of Atlanta Cancer Care now, which is a arm of the Northside Hospital. And I've been farmed out from the VA. It lets me uh, have a, a place for treatment closer than the VA is like 50 miles away. Yeah. So I'm lucky in that regard. Yeah. And uh, I saw where he he answered a question on, on my uh, uh, on a document said when when do you think this treatment will start and he said the fifteenth well he didn't know at the time I'm gonna be up here on the fifteenth so it ain't gonna start the fifteenth no it'll start next week start I when, hope. When, when he gets there it starts yeah. when Jimmy Mac walks in that's what yeah. matters right so, so I think next week we'll start it up we'll crank it up and see what it does to me we haven't reviewed the news in quite some time. Now they're podcasting. My dad used to come on every Friday and we would review the news. We did a five day a week podcast, right? And so it's been, been quite some time since we've had a chance to really check in. There's obviously one news story that we've got to talk to you about today. And in case you don't know the, the backstory behind this, my dad watches a lot of cable news, always got a unique perspective of what he wants to do with it. So we always let him come on and just kind of talk things out. Uh, dad, everyone in the, the whole country right now, we're collectively all talking about the Super Bowl. And I thought we'd bring you on today as Jimmy Mack gives his review of, was it 52? Super Bowl 52? Uh, you know, I didn't keep up with uh, that 58, number. 58. Super okay. Bowl 58. All right, okay. Uh, Jimmy Mack and his review of Super Bowl 58. Yeah. What, what'd you think? Well, it was one of the one of the best, greatest endings I've ever seen on Super Bowl. For the last, I don't know, four or five times before, it seems like it got boring at times. Um, uh, maybe not last year, but some of them were so – the scores were so spread apart with – team just dominating but this one right. went into overtime and uh and they 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 won it with three seconds left on the clock in the in the first uh, quarter in in overtime so it was and the team that has won three out of five times uh won it so it was really exciting well i can tell you this i i watched uh i was keeping up on my phone <laughs> Uh, most of the time for the first part, I was kind of headed on, um, but I was just kind of watching. I think the score is what three to zero. Yeah, it started off uh, like, San Francisco three yeah. to zero, and I literally was, it was just boring at first. Was yeah. Just going back to my first point. Half. My first point that I made like about a month ago was like, I don't understand why people watch sports. I think it's kind of yeah, boring. Yeah, right? it was people, boring as hell. And people get on and be like, oh, how can you not like sports a lot? And then I'm like, yo, this is literally making the point. Yeah. Like sports can be so boring sometimes, it right? so slow. Yeah. I mean. And then Usher, now, Usher had the halftime show, right? Yeah, he comes on. Yeah, and then all of yeah. a sudden, like, and I, I turned from it Atlanta, off. From Atlanta. From Atlanta, by the way. Yeah. I turned it off and I said, like, I was like, well, obviously the 49ers won. So, like, we can just. We can just go to bed. Like <laughs> th- th- that's it. And I woke Nothing up this morning. I'm like, damn. Another like, further than the truth. The score, that got crazy. Score. I don't remember the score. Be honest, but it it got way up there. I mean, it was uh, 25-22. There you go. 25-22 in overtime. I mean, you yeah. guys know by now the facts of everything. Um, yeah. 
What did you think of the halftime show? I'm curious to know your well, your take on the halftime yeah. show. Of course, I'm 75 years old. Uh, yeah. I've seen Usher when he was younger, and uh, I liked him a lot better then. I thought he had more energy. You know, I mean, he did a good job, but he wasn't uh, he wasn't there to entertain me. You know, <laughs> it was it wasn't it wasn't for 75 year old white men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so what uh, did just your did you like the songs? Did you like the rappers? Like what? Uh, you, you know, I've sort of lost touch of the, the songs. Girl, the girl playing the piano. Did you like her? Uh, you don't even remember her, really? Black girl, black girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't watch that much. Yeah, after yeah, you kind of, uh, kind of checking yeah. out. Yeah, I, I, I think I went to the bathroom. Okay, so, <laughs> so no reviews, <laughs> no reviews of the halftime show. I liked it. I thought it was really good, but it was kind of like right in my wheelhouse, right? Of like, oh, what's her name? Was good. Uh, who? Keys. Keys. Yeah, yeah, that's who I'm talking about. The girl. Oh, the piano, Alicia well, Keys. Oh, I thought it was another I girl. Came out later. No, I didn't know. Oh, I Keys. didn't know if you knew who that was. Alicia oh, Keys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She's uh, unbelievable. You she's like un- her. She's still classy, even at older age. You know, yeah. she still is classy. Yeah, I think, I think she did a good uh, job. I think all of them were really good. Did you Did you like uh, the the rappers though? Did you see the rappers? Yeah, no, that's no, that wasn't. Yeah, I don't see anything <laughs> that valuable wasn't for that. you. No, 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 he wasn't singing for me. No, no. no that wasn't for you. Yeah, I saw one of my buddies post. It was <laughs> what is that? I wouldn't have posted it. Well, he just said that they obviously wasn't singing for me. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't singing. The, yeah, uh, I think I think this is a hard time. The thing that that seventy uh, year old white men have to understand is like it's not really for it's you. Over yeah, it's, it's over now. It's over. It's hard. It's <laughs> hard. We've had it for shows. so long. Yeah. Yeah. You got to listen. You had Rick Springsteen for a long time yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, you had to, all the uh, advertisers were after our money. Yeah. Man. Now, now you're just a bunch of broke yeah. old retire guys. Yeah. They're just, not, oh, 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 uh, those guys. No, we're yeah, not, going, we're not playing not, for them. No, they're not, no, they're no, not no, worried no. about you anymore. No, they so don't that's have gotta be, money. that's gotta be weird. I can't wait for the, yeah. I'm, I'm already kind of getting into that phase a little bit where yeah, I'm like, yeah, where I'm groups. like, I'm like, who, who, who is that? I don't even know who the hell that is. Like people talk, talk about like, for example, Taylor Swift was there right now last night with Travis Kelsey. Right. Yeah. And she was there with ice spice or something like that. And I'm like, I don't know who everyone's like, Oh yeah. She's there. Ice spice. Ice. I'm like, I don't know who in the hell that is. I've never, nobody. Be I'm careful. Like, be careful. I, I know. I know. I'm like, I'm be becoming you irrelevant. Fake it. Fake it, though. fake it. Fake it. Because you still <laughs> want to, you know, that, that group, that under 45, right? It's yeah, still a good man. Group. There. Yeah. I got, I got to, I got to hang out with the kids more often. Well, what yeah. do you, what do you think about Travis Kelsey during the game? That's also like the big, a big controversy, yeah. you know? Well, he didn't have a big game. I don't think it, it didn't seem like I didn't see him do a lot. Maybe the second half he, he, uh, he did a lot more in the second first half. Well, well, they were double playing him, so it was hard for him to get anything going. Uh, but but to back to him and Swift, you know, there was all kind of talk one way or the other. This is set up for promotion, yeah. bad, bad, bad. Yeah, it's obvious think? now. No, it's obvious there's a really connection. I mean, she loves him, I and mean, they were kissing and hugging and just real meaningful stuff. I was right? watching some theories today on TikTok that said like literally this was all part of like the script. Like no, no they, way. like she cuz like they somebody no. showed somebody showed like You don't kiss like, like that. You don't kiss like that and hug and embrace. I mean, Those, I don't know. I no, it's no. to me it's She's just, falling for him and I don't think she should. I I think I don't think they're a good match, but I wish them well. How about did that? Did you well did you see did you see him yell at the coach? You see uh, Travis no, Kelsey I'm yell at the coach. No, I but I heard about that cuz somebody posted that. Oh, oh Oh, all my friends thought that was terrible. Well, they yeah. went after him. Yeah. What do you think about that? About, about he like, was yelling at the main coach or, yes, or one of the, other? the the old guy with the mustache. Give me a break. Yeah. How you That's feel about pro- that? 
That's yeah, he's tacky, then that's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. That's, that's gone too, too far. That's gone way too far. I, I feel here's here's my here's my last take on Travis Kelsey. Even before I want to just big ego, just, big just ego. Ra- yes, I feel like Travis Kelsey has gotten he's so gone big for himself. Yeah, yeah. That like he doesn't even think he's touchable anymore. Like yeah. he was, he's done things that like are so unforgivable in the sport of. I mean, again, I know nothing about football, but I also have never once seen <sighs> a player go to their head coach and like scream in their face before. No. Well, and no. I'd say that most. players players would have a, a, enough respect, respect to not do that. Yeah. And I would assume that most players would also probably, and I, again, I don't know much about sports. I'm not going to say, but I, I yeah. can't remember many instances where Very we're talking about well, pop well, culture. Well, most coaches are so strong personalities. You don't dare do that because they'll just throw your ass out yeah, until you go walk back to the locker room and sit there for the rest of the game. Sat there but, and took but, it though. But you know? this guy is different. He yeah. even said he believes in these kids he he wants them to rise to their potential. That's what he's trying to get them to do. He's not beating them up and wanting them to do what he wants them to do. So that he's a little bit different. I'll tell yeah, you that. I guess that's true. If it's been working though, let me tell you. Three out of five years, he's won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, but uh, to what to what extent though? You well, know what I mean. That's well, the problem. That's true. It's like to to what yeah, demise? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, is he, and, is he and, winning? And guys it? like. Kelsey have gone crazy now. Yeah. They're, they're just insane. Too much. Too much. Yeah. yeah. But I, and I, I don't know. I just don't. I just don't think it's a good match. Both of them have a lot of money and, and yeah. a big careers, different, you know, stuff. And so I just don't. I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. Well, there he goes, Jimmy Mack, back on the podcast. All right. Thank All you right, for buddy. checking Thank, in. Appreciate yeah, you. Thanks for letting me come back. Anytime. Love All you. Right. Love you. All right, that's all we got for today. Thank you so much for being a part of the family. Really appreciate it. Um, We will do another Thursday show called More Mama's Boy. Go join us in the show notes. If not, we'll see you back here next Tuesday. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.